Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 293. Today, we're getting a mindful parenting bite, talking about the truth about punishment. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have, and when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Hey, welcome back to the Mindful Mama podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to connect with you if you're new. This is an awesome first episode for you to dive into. A lot of the Mindful Mama podcasts are interviews, but this is a Mindful Parenting Bite, which will be a short solo podcast talking to you about some important issues that revolve around mindful parenting. So today we're talking about punishment. Oh my goodness, punishment. So a lot of people, when they hear, you know, that mindful parenting does not endorse punishments or even timeouts, they're like, oh my God, will my child be wild and undisciplined if I don't use timeouts, right? Like what will happen? And you may have a a partner, you might have, it's often a husband that's like, what? we're not using timeouts, like what? we're not using punishments, like what, you know? 
And while mindful parenting is adaptable to many, many different parenting styles, there's absolutely a hard line on spanking, which is like, that's just, you know, domestic abuse sanctioned for kids. Not cool. We're not going there. And, you know, there's not really a good place for punishments. And I am going to share with you why. But first, I have to tell you that I was totally in your shoes if you've had some questions about that. So asking that question, will my child be wild and undisciplined if I don't use timeouts? It's actually a really good question to ask. It's a smart question to ask. When I was a young parent, my oldest daughter was three and my youngest daughter had just been born a few weeks ago. And I remember I went on my first walk with her in my sling and I was walking with my mom and we met some new neighbors and I didn't really know them very well. And we got to talking about parenting and I expressed this thought that I don't want my kids to be growing up wild and undisciplined. And I remember that they told me that they did not use timeouts. And I was like, hold on a second, like hold the horses. That's crazy. Like they're crazy. I would never do that. I don't want my my child to grow up wild and undisciplined. Let's fast forward now, like uh, 11 years. <laughs> What's happened since then? So the truth is I've actually never used timeouts or punishments. And my kids are not wild and undisciplined, which is great. Like they actually cooperate with us. And actually it was doing the mindful parenting member coaching call yesterday. And my 14 year old came and interrupted, which was kind of annoying, but she interrupted because she wanted me to go for a walk with her, which is so amazing. You know, and if you think that teen rebellion and them hating you is like natural and normal, that's not actually true. Like, yeah, she had some separation moments and issues and all that. That, but we have a great relationship. And actually the same day yesterday, my 11 year old came and hopped in my lap, sat in my lap at the pool, which was like so nice, you know, we're just chilling and snuggling. So we have these like really strong, lovely relationships and they're not damaged by my parenting tactics, which is really what the whole teen rebellion thing is. So I haven't used timeouts or punishments and they cooperate and they're really cool kids pretty awesome. So if you want this, I am happy to share with you and tell you how this works, right? Let's dive into this kind of this punishment thing. We have this fear of our children becoming undisciplined and it's a natural fear because we live in the, the milieu of this society, which is kind of based in punishment in a lot of ways. But the truth is that punishment, and this is backed by research, actually makes your child less likely to cooperate and more resistant to your requests. So I'm just going to say that again because it's so important. It's backed by research. Punishment makes your child less likely to cooperate and more resistant to you. So should we let kids just do whatever they want? No, absolutely not. Children need guidance. They need direction. They need to be taught what is right and what is wrong, but they don't need to be hurt in the process. Punishment and discipline have too often been used as interchangeable terms, but really they are actually polar opposites. Punishment is causing deliberate harm as a retribution. In other words, making something bad happen to someone as a way to make them pay for what they did or taking away or removing them, right? Like making something bad happen as a way to make them pay for what they did. But discipline is not that. That Punishment is not discipline. Discipline is teaching and directing your child to understand and take responsibility for their actions. Very, very different things. 
But before we go deeper, let's take a little detour and look at punishments as a larger kind of idea in our societies, because I think this is really important. So the focus on behavior change in the past has been on rewards and punishments, and our whole society is built on this way of thinking. You probably still have kids who go to schools where they're getting a star chart for doing things, even though... The research shows that's not effective. If we speed in our car and we get caught, we get punished with a fine. And everywhere in our society, you'll see it. Of course, we have to have rules, but does the punishment really work? Does this really work? So actually, if you think about the example of speeding, my guess is, is that you have driven over the speed limit before. If you see a police car, then you probably put your foot on the brake and slow down, even if you weren't speeding. But when the police car's out of sight, your speed will go back up. And if you get fined, you probably won't speed for a while, but eventually you will speed again. So the need to follow that rule hasn't been internalized. Like you haven't internalized why it's important not to speed. So you only follow the rules when the punisher, the police, is there. And so the same is actually true with our kids. If they haven't internalized why this behavior change is important, if this is just you are the external punisher, right? They will avoid the behavior while you, the punisher, are there. You know, if they're only stopping to avoid punishment, then they're going to do it when you aren't there. Punishment doesn't teach good behavior. Punishment teaches your child to avoid more punishment in the future. You know, we think like they're not going to hit their sisters so they can avoid punishment in the future. But wrong. That's not how it works. It actually teaches them to escape detection. They're going to sneak around to escape detection. The punishment is actually going to teach them to lie so they can escape detention. They're going to say, no, I didn't do it, even though you may know they did. So more punishment just fosters dishonesty. Punishment makes your child less likely to cooperate and more resistant. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? 
And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Why? Because the punishment is focusing your child on the consequences of the behavior rather than the results of the behavior. The child focuses on the pain they're feeling themselves rather than on the consequence of their behavior on someone else, right? So it actually makes your child a little more selfish. Great, right? A little more selfish because they're saying, oh, I'm now I'm feeling really badly. I'm suffering. I'm just mom, mom and dad, right? So I'm going to be angry and more resistant, right? So it actually makes your child focus on their own pain, making them a little more selfish instead of what the consequences their actions had on someone else. And then of course, it makes them more dishonest. They're going to be a little sneaky around you and it makes them more selfish. And then finally, timeouts are included in this. What they also do is they erode your relationship with your child, making your child less likely to want to cooperate with you in the future. The less connected you are with your child, the worse their behavior becomes because they have no desire to behave well because they're feeling mad about the hurts they feel. When they're feeling disconnected from you, they're more likely to lie and sneak around to do the things they want to do anyway. So punishments don't work and your child will not be wild and undisciplined if you don't punish them. I want to go back to what we said about the difference between punishment and discipline. Punishment and discipline are not interchangeable terms. Punishment is causing deliberate harm as retribution, making something bad happen to someone as a way for making them pay for what they did. But discipline is really different. Discipline is teaching and directing your child to understand and take responsibility for their actions. Really different. So when we think about this term discipline, when we think about it in terms of teaching, you have to ask yourself, what does your child need to learn in this situation? What does your child need to learn to do instead? What do they need to learn about how their behavior affects others? And so this is what we do in mindful parenting using the mindful parenting clear method. The clear method is about the C stands for calm, studying the heart, the mind, and the nervous system, understanding our own triggers because our kids aren't going to listen to us to teach them if we're all triggered and reactive and yelling and stressing out at them. The L is for listening reflectively creating connection, that connection that your child needs in order to want to cooperate with you. E, expressing yourself honestly and effectively. How do you do that? It's like a new language. It's like learning a new language. <laughs> it's hard to just do it on our own, right? Using really effective I messages, understanding why your I messages aren't working, all of these things. Attending, being really present, so that you can know when to switch gears in your communication. And then are finally resolving problems based on needs, not on I'm going to make you pay for this thing, right? So what does your child need to learn in this situation? We do this all the time, three times a month. 
live in the mindful parenting using that clear method. So if you want to dive in deeper to this, you can get the mindful parenting roadmap. You know, you can learn more about this by reading Raising Good Humans, or you can get on the wait list for mindful parenting. We will let you know as soon as we have a spot open. You can learn all about the mindful parenting and, and get all the, you know, the support, the guidance that we need. And so we're not just going it alone. So those are my tips for taking this deeper, going deeper. Punishments don't work. They don't work. They make your child more resistant in the future. And, you know, if you think about what are you wanting, you're wanting a good, strong relationship that lasts for a lifetime. Like that adolescent teen rebellion, that's not natural. That's just kids rebelling against the harsh disciplinary tactics that parents have universally used in the past, like punishments and threats. All right, so I would love to know what you're taking from this. Has this been helpful? Are you sharing this with a partner to help them understand a little bit more what's really happening? Sometimes we get so used to what's familiar, what was done to us when we were kids, and it just feels familiar and feels comfortable, and we don't stop to question what we're perpetuating. And I hope this has helped you start to question and ask questions and really suss out the truth of what's going on when we use those punishments. So I hope this has been really helpful. Please, you know, let me know. Um, my Instagram handle is at Mindful Mama Mentor. If you want to let me know, if you think this has been helpful, if you think other parents maybe should know some of these things, share this episode. It's short, sweet. Share this episode. Let them know. It will do a world of good. Your voice really matters when you share. It's a big, big difference. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate your time. I'm so glad we could connect today and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening. Namaste. I have two kids. I have uh, Violet, who's almost four, and then I have June, who is a year and a half. As much as I sort of tried really hard to be a calm mother, <laughs> I still was having a lot of those days where I was just like, ah! Trying hard just kind of wasn't working. That's why I took the course, and I feel like it's really helped. I think what I came away with was that it doesn't have to be like a big meditation practice. If I get five minutes, I'm better that day. That day goes better for me with my kids. Like just kind of taking that moment, like that breath before reacting to her makes a huge difference for me. That feels like a win. I think it's so valuable just to take the course because part of the value for me was just connecting with the other women and hearing that like you're not alone and everyone's dealing with some version of what you're dealing with, I felt like there was a lot of personal support on the calls. I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this 
you can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it, who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist, so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Mindfulparentingcourse.com. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.